0: Hi, everyone. This is Jill Flaxington, and welcome to the Road to Health podcast. Usually on this podcast, we tackle healthcare topics that are confusing, and we try to help Rhode Islanders better understand the healthcare landscape and to stay healthy and well. But today, there is absolutely no confusion. Today, it's all good news and sunshine. Today, we are going to introduce you to our Blue Angel of the Year for 2021. So each year since 2001, for 21 years now, The Blue Angel of the Year Award has honored BCBSRI employees who make a difference by serving the local community through their passionate participation in the Blue Angel Community Investment Program. Nominations are submitted by our own employees, and we recognize someone who has gone above and beyond. Joining me now is our one and only Blue Angel of the Year, Sarah Murray, who is an executive assistant in our customer division. We're also joined by Carolyn Belial, who is our managing director of corporate social responsibility, and she's our fearless leader of all things Blue Angel community investment. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah and Carolyn. Hi. Thank you, Jill. Thanks, Jill. So, Carolyn, can you just give us kind of a quick background on exactly what the Blue Angel program is, what it does, and then why did we create specifically this Blue Angel of the Year award?
1: Absolutely, Jill. We really started from the foundation of understanding that recognition is both valuable for people, but it is the best form of inspiration. So you have to go back, like you shared, to the origins of Blue Angel of the Year, back when our formal community investment program and our employee volunteerism was really taking shape in an organized fashion. And We know it's so important to share the good work that is happening all across our organization and particularly for our colleagues who are going above and beyond and taking on service to the community as equally as important as service to our members and our customers. And so way back then, we wanted to be sure we made space in our year to acknowledge those good works. And in particular, raise up among all of the volunteers, one among us who is really modeling exactly what Blue Angel stands for in in our state and in our company. And so it's really about a multitude of characteristics and reasons that folks get nominated. It's their length of service, it's the types of organizations they participate in, it's the hours they're serving, it's their role modeling within the organization, it's how and where they step up, and how reliable they come to be uh, relative to our community service activities. And I think one of the best things about Blue Angel of the Year is that it's a peer nomination. So it, it really is about what others see. It's what others see uh, and know that you're doing that may be things that you know the company as a whole wouldn't necessarily know about. And so, I think where the program started is really about just recognition and the value that recognition plays, both in making f- people feel rewarded for the the work and the extra effort they put in, but it's also really about inspiring others to do uh, the same. And you know, 21 years later, there's some tradition now embedded in that, and it's really just an amazing legacy of um, being able to honor the best of the best when it comes to our commitment to community here at Blue Cross.
0: Great, thank you. And Sarah, I'd like to turn to you now. There are so many different things that you've done that earned you this recognition from your colleagues. Can you give me your thoughts on on kind of what drives you to serve the community and why you keep stepping up to help others?
2: Sure. Um, that's actually a pretty easy question. I love helping others. It's in my DNA. I come from a family of people who are willing to give back. I, If I have $5, you could have $3. I feel like I have lived a very fortunate life. I have a lot of people in, in my corner and I want to be able to share that feeling with others and make sure that other people also feel that bit of fortune um there's a lot of people out there that don't have the support that they need and that i feel that on a real personal level so the opportunity to be able to do these small small things that will also be able to help people live a, a better life or maybe they don't have to worry about food that day or clothes or it just brings a smile to their face like Not only does that bring me a lot of joy, but I also know that the impact that it brings on to others.
0: So let's talk for a minute about specific work and projects that you've done. And I'm curious if there are any projects that have special meaning to you. And I'm thinking about the book drive that you organized or some of the projects that support kids like your Blue Across Rhode Island project. And you were even at Newport Pride as well this summer. And I know it might be like asking you to pick a favorite child, but I'm curious what draws you to the projects and the community organizations that you serve?
2: So I would say that I I am biased towards anything that has to do with women and children, but I also want to make sure that everybody gets some of that love, that working with Newport Pride, that's a really fun event to work for, that there's not, that's not a hard lift. You get to enjoy the celebration of people being true to themselves and we're helping just make, facilitate that event, making sure that trash is cleaned up, that vendors have what they need, that you are smiling and welcoming and kind to everybody. That That's an easy volunteer gig. That That's a really fun thing to do. But also with the book drive, you can sort of see the needs that are coming out. Reading to the kids. That was another really fun day. Uh, you, you can take 30 minutes out of your day to read to people virtually, um, listen to these kids, ask questions, share their favorite animals, tell you about their homes. And it's just it, it's, it's exciting to see that. But you can also get a sense that these kids could use some more books. So that's a Let's put together an Amazon list. Let's tap into some of the generosity that we have at Blue Cross and, and send them books. So that program can continue on even if they aren't in school or they can go through the summer. Um, and but also if there is a need, I want to fill it. So I am drawn to those. But if you're if somebody needs help, I want to help. And it really comes down to that.
0: And That's why you're our gold star of the year. <laughs> so Carolyn, um, obviously, Sarah is, is you know, our blue angel of the year. But this is a theme that we hear recurring constantly across all of our associates is philanthropy and community service and being involved in our community and giving back what we can. Why is that so important to BCBSRI?
1: I think all of this is so important to us as a company because it's It's how we were founded. We were a nonprofit company founded on a social mission, really to be here for Rhode Islanders, certainly in good times, but as well in times of, of challenge with health and their pursuit of, of good health. And so at the very core and in the simplest way, um, every single day we do our work at Blue Cross, we're thinking about that. We're thinking about the responsibility that comes with being here for everyone in our state. And while we certainly are not the insurance of every person in this state, we feel wholly committed to every single person here. And so that's where our philanthropy and our commitment to volunteerism really plays a significant role because it's about our ability as a company to passionately lead a state of health and well-being for all Rhode Islanders. And in order to achieve our aims of health equity and a positive state of well-being, it takes all of us. It takes our community partners. It takes each one of us as colleagues. It takes all of us to be committed to those aspirations and those goals. And so that's something we talk about regularly at the company. It's certainly something that for colleagues like Sarah, who has stepped up to serve in a leadership role as a Blue Angel Advisory Council, it's something she hears regularly. And so there's no question, I, I really don't think for anyone who comes to work at Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island, what we're all about and why this part matters as much as every other part matters.
0: Sarah, picking up on what Carolyn said, but from the associate side, what does it mean to you to work for an organization like Blue Cross that's so supportive of philanthropy?
2: When I was doing my job search that ultimately brought me to Blue Cross, this is one of the things that I found extremely attractive, that not only does Blue Cross, it it can be a big buzzword to say, oh, we give back and maybe you'll give like holiday giving or you sponsor something, but that there is an actual department dedicated to corporate responsibility and giving back. And there's all these different ways that employees can get involved. I I love it. I talk about it to my friends. I I, I really, truly love this part of my job. I enjoy working for Blue Cross as a whole. I think there's a lot of good things. But this is really what I appreciate and get the most out of for the company. We make it really easy to be able to help. In that you're given 12 paid hours, but it's generous that the, the company allows us to do that and also really wants you to use it. That uh, Sometimes I, I think that that can be a lot of talk, but Blue Cross really backs up what they have to say.
0: So Sarah, Carolyn mentioned something earlier about how our Blue Angels really serve to inspire others to serve. So I want to ask you, as our Blue Angel of the Year for 2021, any words of wisdom to share about the importance of being engaged in the community?
2: Well, as I was saying, we make it really easy to volunteer. You don't have to leave your house if you don't want to. You can contribute time, skill, money. And the secret is you don't need time. You don't need skills or money. You just need time. If you can help somebody box up groceries or donate socks or read a book, those things are so fulfilling and so rewarding. And when you leave, a volunteer project or where you end, you get such a sense of pride and happiness and just like, it it can really carry you on throughout your day. So I would say that if you are feeling bogged down with your day-to-day and overwhelmed and maybe feeling a little negative, find something to volunteer with, do something that's out of the ordinary and walk away feeling better with a renewed sense of self and purpose and knowing that you just helped somebody else. Helping people really brings a lot of happiness, and that's not unique to me.
0: And so, Carolyn, I know the goal, basically, anytime we talk about community investment here at BCBSRI is that we hope that people will join us. So where would you direct people, if they're feeling inspired now after listening to this, to serve and they want to do more or maybe find an organization that speaks to their heart?
1: There are endless opportunities to serve, and I think what's important is to not complicate the desire. You don't need to have endless hours of spare time. You don't need to work for a company even that makes it super easy and really incentivizes you and rewards you for doing it. You really just have to start with the desire to help others. And and no time has it been shown that every little bit counts. The pandemic has Proven to all of us, we're able to pivot and serve in ways we never could have imagined. And so I would encourage folks to start with what is most important to them? What, what speaks to them when they hear about an issue, a cause, a concern or something that really sparks joy? Start there and think about. Organizations you might know of. And if you don't know of specific nonprofit organizations working in those fields, there's, there's resources available to assist. I'd, I'd suggest United Way of Rhode Island, who operates the volunteer center for our state. They actually make it super easy with a portal online at volunteer.uwri.org. You can search by interest by location, by number of people you want to show up with, and even down to, you know, the type of work you'd like to do. Certainly, Faith-based organizations, if you're affiliated in some way, are a wonderful place to inquire about needs and and ways you can bring your talents, skills, treasure, and other to the, to the party and make a difference. Um, certainly, if you are working for a company that has a really robust community investment team or corporate citizenship team, you can start there. Sarah mentioned our employee volunteer portal, which is a tremendous resource for folks to learn and be inspired by all the great work happening in our community. In this case, I'd say Google is your friend. Start there if that's, if that's where you need to begin. No shortage of resources and places that could all use our talents in meaningful ways.
0: We're gonna wrap up this episode now. I thank you to Sarah and Carolyn for joining us and congratulations again to you, Sarah. If anyone would like to learn more about community investment or check out some of the resources we've discussed, I'll provide links in the episode notes. And I'd invite you to visit bcbsri.com slash community. As always, a huge thank you to our sound engineer, Mark Sheldon, for your time and your talents. And if anyone would like to connect with us to discuss any of the topics in this episode, you can always find us on social media. We are at BCBSRI on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Everyone, please stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next time.